Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kim, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you're new to my community, and if you're watching this on YouTube or some other platform, I'd love for you to hit the subscribe button and uh, we also have a freebie gift called the sensitive soul empowerment guide the three ways of navigating your way to more peace positivity and personal power and we would love to invite you to our light medicine community and all the links and how to get there in this guide you can get it at sensitivesoulguide.com and today i have a very special guest and in fact she's connected with one of my favorite i would say law of attraction teachers of all time bob proctor and uh, Bob recently passed away as of the recording of, of this uh, podcast. Uh, and he was a co-author in the Navigating the Clickety Clack series. In fact, Bob normally does not do compilation books, but uh, one of, you know, the, the people, the publisher of the book, uh, Keith Leon S., was one of, uh, you know, one of the people that Bob lovingly mentored. Uh, and he was just absolutely wonderful. I'm going to cry a little bit. Wonderful uh, to Keith. And so I have a very beautiful you know, uh, feelings when it comes to Bob. And today, whew, here we go. <laughs> I did not know I was going to cry. Uh, today, we have the beautiful Susanna Mihailovic with us. Um, she has been mentored by, by Bob as well. And actually, we're going to learn a little bit later about this beautiful co-creation that she has created with Bob's son, Brian. So that little bit on that later. So she's the founder of Your Two Minds, and she's a best-selling author, a speaker, elite success coach, recognized as the missing link between success and failure by clients. Uh, with over 20 years of management experience, she's passionate about unlocking human potential, holding degrees from Deakin University and qualifications from various different institutions. It's actually quite long. Um, Susanna has a global clientele and has shared the stage with, like I said, Bob Proctor and others um, contributing to major speaking events worldwide. And so we're super excited to have Susanna here to talk about some of these blocks that we often have and may not really understand what, you know, what is causing them and why we can't move forward. And that there is a lot of potential that lies within us that can be unlocked. And she's a specialist in that area. So without further ado, welcome Susanna to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Karen. It is absolutely my pleasure and my honor to be here. I absolutely love light medicine and all of the work that you do. Thank you so much. Oh, our pleasure. And uh, I, I did not warn you that sometimes I cry all of a sudden <laughs> for no reason. But something in common. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Well, yeah, tell us about your, your journey, uh, at, you know, becoming the success coach that you've become and perhaps a, a bit about meeting Bob because obviously he's, you know, dear to my heart. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Bob is dear to everyone's heart. No matter whom I speak with, anyone that has known him, he is one person that I've never heard anyone say anything but positive um, it's just, and that's who he truly was. But my journey um, has been a lifelong journey. Um, so as a child, I was one of those um, children that was a little bit weird, a little bit different, um, and knew exactly her purpose. I didn't grow up in a religious family, but I was drawn to spirit, to God, um, without 
anyone teaching me about what God meant. Um, and I was one of those children, my earliest childhood memories was that it, I just attracted people, whether they were babies, babies was, would settle in my presence or 80-year-olds would want to come and see me. So I had this ability to, to connect and see deep, you know, connect deeply in people's souls and, and, and understand um, who they are at that level and what their potential is. Um, I'm from a migrant family. I was born in Australia. My parents and brother are from Serbia. And what that meant for me, I had parents that um, that were robbed from having an education. So, um, you know, my father, uh, my earliest memories, he had big dreams and hopes for, for me. And that made me be a big dreamer and 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 take this gift or we all have a gift I guess it's not you know it's not just me but this childhood thing inside me to a bigger vision um to to work with people around the world and um when I was um a little bit older I thought it would come through studying psychology and counseling and you know pursued you know a a tertiary education absolutely loved psychology and counseling loved it but what it did was the gap was it focused on the brain and the five senses back then <laughs> that was over 20 years ago back then I believe it has changed a little bit now um, and and focused on you know your five senses but the most um, for me personally um, and that was fascinating absolutely loved it but the frustration was when I found a job and pursued a career in the helping professions is we missed out 99% of the person's potential. And that was the part of us that we didn't see. Mm. So, um, I ended up in senior management um, in the helping professions and I was there for longer than what, um, you know, what I had expected. I was just afraid to leave work and, and, and pursue what, you know, my desire and gift was. Um, and But that was one of my frustrations. We have the ability to have quantum leaps. We have genius locked up inside us. And you'd hear Bob when he was alive, you know, you oh, have wow. genius in you. And I think one of the things that's really missing is you know, education is so important. I value my education. I'm grateful for it. However, it doesn't teach us about ourselves. Right. It doesn't teach us about who we truly are. And when I mean truly, yes, we are incredible human beings on the physical, but within us and a part of this human journey is spirit. Within us, there's absolute genius. Within us, there is infinite potential. And we haven't been taught to tap into that potential. We haven't been taught to understand what lies within, what lies in the parts of us that is unseen. So I was always fascinated and fascinated and studied and studied and read every self-help help book and I don't know when I discovered Bob Proctor um, it was decades ago but I do remember for many years um, driving to work to the job 
and I worked for some incredible organisations. They were just fantastic. But I won't be dreaming of sharing the stage with Bob Proctor, doing my work, doing my gift with Bob Proctor and being friends with him. And I, I did that for years and I knew deep down that it will be, you know, a reality. I didn't wow. dare share it with anyone. Yeah, I didn't share it with anyone because, you know, that energy sometimes that you get, you know, people will say, oh, that's great, but you know that's not what they mean and they're thinking, who do you think you are? You exactly. Know? Yeah. So um, I would drive to work and I knew that was my destiny and mm. it was 2017 that I finally had the courage to leave the full-time job. January 31st, 2017, I had $500,000 debt, which was, in, it was good debt. It was in two mortgages, but it was debt um, and always had a job. So that was a big, scary leap for me. And then things just fell into place. I started to work with Bob and, you know, he got to know me very well. I became one of his top people in his company um, there was one period where I'd receive an email from Bob every single day. Hmm. So that's my journey. And it's oh, beautiful. Really, yeah. Bob yeah, Proctor that... really, yeah. So, 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 um, did you connect with Bob through, uh, like a, you know, like a convention or a course or one-on-one -on -one coaching yeah. or just curious about how that started, yeah. like the form? So yeah, sure. So for years, I wanted to do um, his courses. And when I left work, I was a little bit lost. I knew this is what my destiny was and what my purpose was, but I, I had no idea how to make it happen. I had been in a job all of my life. And so I left work end of January. Um, February was one of his seminars, the paradigm shift. And I thought, well, you know, um, I've left my work. It's probably not a good time to go there, but I'll I'll do the live stream. Mm. And loved it, loved it, loved it. And um, there was an opportunity to to work with him to become a consultant. So I jumped on board at a time when there was no income coming in. Okay. <laughs> you know, I yeah, know I had to redraw, but it. Yeah, yeah. I think most people that succeed do know that one. You know, the intuition kicked in and you just had to do it. I just took action and and here we are. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really neat. I'm I'm just thinking back. I'm like, they had live stream back then. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like that was a production, you know, like I mean, not like now, right? Like the tech is so yeah, easy now, but back then it was a production to to be able to do that, to pull that off. Yeah. So, yeah. wow, that's, that's yeah. great. Well, um, in your journey as as this consultant, you know, working with Bob and you know, uh, learning the stuff that you already learned. Now, when you said you were a little, uh, I'll re pre rephrase what you said, but just a little odd, like different growing up. That's how our audience often feels. Growing up, they're sensitive souls. They may not recognize that term, but they. They're just different. You know, they, they think a different way. They a lot of them grow up feeling I have this greater purpose and no one around them feels the same way. So they feel kind of isolated. And then the dreams, maybe not in your case, but for them, often their dreams start to die because they don't have someone there 
to support them to say, hey, it's okay. You have this big dream to save the world, you know, <laughs> or heaven on earth. And, and, you know, and if we do share our dreams, sometimes like you, very smart to contain them, but sometimes we do share our dreams and we get lambasted for it because it's not okay. Like, how dare you? Who are you to think you could do that to save the world? Like, that's ridiculous, you know? And so many of our sensitive souls go through that. So maybe you can walk us through like, you know, that, that scenario. So many of us go through in like, how do we pick up the pieces or even realize that, Hey, well, what we dreamed of is possible and we can go for it. Absolutely. You know, Dr. Karen, I'd, I'd love to start with who do you think you are not to achieve big dreams? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I mean, I was very lucky in that I had a father that had a dream of me to become a doctor. Um, I never wanted to be a doctor. But what that did for me, without him realising, a, a medical doctor, it just wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't something that I, I personally wanted to do. But what I, um, what that did for me was when I was bullied at, at school and we had severe bullying happening, mm. it helped me dream. It helped me connect to that spirit, to that, to that thing inside me. And being a sensitive child, as you mentioned, you know, most of us are that are different very sensitive mm. I was able to feel and um connect without realizing connect to energies I didn't even realize I was doing that so I stayed there you know with the feeling mm. and then brought on the dream um wow. and and it was a deep thing inside me that it was a must this had to happen wow yeah so for anyone that is that that feels like they haven't had that support or they have been knocked down, which I think is most of us. You know, I've had the knocks also. I think everybody experiences that. I would love to send the message out, who are you not to? Who are you not to? You see, the reason why most people react in that way is because they don't know the truth of who they are. We have been so conditioned and we have been brought up with parents, most well-meaning, most parents love their, their children and want the best of their children, but they are bringing in the generational trauma, the societal trauma that has been passed on to their children without them realising the truth of who they are and the truth of who their children are. So wow. therefore, they're bringing in all of their conditioning that has probably nothing to do with this day and age and who we are, nothing to do with the child, with you. And unconsciously, they're, um, they're, they're passing it on to their children. Now, the beauty of this time that we are living in now, we are living in the information era, and because of people like Bob Proctor, like Rhonda Burns, like so many of them, they have opened up a pathway for people to start to understand themselves. And science too, Nikola Tesla and also Einstein, they were the first to tell us that everything is a frequency. And these are scientists. These are our two major intellects that we know of in history, one of our two anyway. There have been many. 
Okay. So they're the first that have, have or one of the first that have, have said that everything is a frequency, everything is energy. And more recently, as a result of that work, more recently we have the study of quantum physics. So what does quantum physics show us? It shows us who you are, who you truly are. It studies the atom. And the atom, you know, shows us that you are less than 1% physical. Dr. Curran, you are 99.9999999% energy, nothingness. And that nothingness is the greatest intelligence that exists. It is. Well, I'm glad you didn't say airhead. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's going to say empty space and that, anyway, so. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> um, so, so this intelligence that you are is the same intelligence that has created the exact same intelligence that has created the universe, the solar system. You are less than 1% physical. This beautiful woman that I'm looking at is less than 1% physical. Yet because we live in a society that is waking up, I believe we are waking up because of people like yourself that's doing this work and getting it out there. We are conditioned to focus on the less than 1%, and the less than 1% is the five five senses. The mm -hmm. physical. So therefore, we are conditioned to focus on what's here, what we see, taste, touch, and smell. But also, we have the subconscious and everything that we've been taught or that we not necessarily even taught you know you may have experienced something as a child and you took it as a negative so unless you understand yourself and the power within you might take that negative and think that's who you truly are but that right, is a lot of people go through that yeah. uh, imposter syndrome they have this desire to make a difference, desire to be a healer, a change maker, and then they start and then they make quote unquote mistakes and, and it doesn't work out initially and they and they think, well, who am I to to do this important work? And and that imposter syndrome just, you know, can put on the brakes. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. And I hope that this message to your listeners, anyone that has experienced that, anyone that's experienced failure, because we all do, failure is a part of success. It is the law of opposites. So you're going to experience failure. But I would hope that this message brings people back to a reminder of who they truly are. And when you understand that, you ask yourself the question, of who am I not to pursue my desire? Mm -hmm. That was a great mantra to remember. I'm, I'm sure that many people who have heard that and really resonated with that beautiful message may have sticky notes all over their house <laughs> <laughs> to remind themselves, who am I not, you know, to do, you know, this, this beautiful dream. So 
a good sticky note challenge. Um, you know, you, you help people with a lot of change and change can't be really challenging, uh, especially with stuff going on. There's this or that, the stress, COVID, holidays, people being unwell and that kind of thing. So we sometimes we can get stuck in what we know and what we've always done. So, you know, give us some insight as to, you know, how in your experience, how, how have you helped people change to what it more being more aligned with those dreams that we've so forgotten about absolutely and dr karen i think the first step is in helping people understand their marvelous mind and how it works and why they feel stuck and or why they feel they repeat the same patterns and i did mention it so we have you know uh, there are more parts but the, there's a conscious mind and the subconscious and um, and your subconscious mind is basically your automatic mind, your habitual mind. Um, and it is full of stuff from the past. Studies now show us that we process, that the subconscious mind processes 20 to 40 million pieces of information every second. Yeah, yeah. And approximately 97% of you is unconscious it is your you it's your subconscious that's basically um you know controlling your habits so 97% of you is habitual it's unconscious the about 1 to 3 4% of you is conscious so your conscious mind is the mind that you are absorbing information from and it's also the mind where you imagine um, and you are assessing the information and you either accept it or you don't. And as soon as you accept it, it moves into your subconscious. Okay, so if, you, if there's doom and gloom out there, and this is really important information because once you understand this, you understand we are living, we are inundated with information these days. You know, you get up and you turn on the TV if, you, if that's what you do. I don't, but many people do. Or you walk outside and you drive to work and you put on the radio or, you know, just people's energy on the street. You know, we are absorbing that. If you don't understand how your mind works, it is going straight into your subconscious. And a lot of the information is not there to empower you okay right. so so yeah so you you have the option to either accept or reject information coming to you you could just say to yourself no i don't believe that that's not my truth see you later your con your subconscious whatever is in your subconscious it will become your habit it will um end up being your result okay so so when information, so if you can imagine <laughs> my little diagram here. Okay. This represents the subconscious. Anything that goes into your subconscious, your subconscious will then um, act it out. You will act it out. It will um, end up being your results. As a child, up until the age of seven, there was no conscious mindset. Everything that you were absorbing and children are sensitive. Any energy they're absorbing is going straight into the subconscious. So most of us, not having Bob Proctor as our father, <laughs> most of us have been, you know, um, have had significant others that did not understand this. 
So they put negatives into our subconscious, which then becomes our reality. Mm -hmm. How do I work with people to change that? The very first step is to understand that, understand how your mind works and why you are who you are today. Together with the truth of who you are, you are 99.99999% God intelligence, source intelligence. There is absolutely nothing that you cannot do. If you have a desire, it is probably your soul seeking a fuller expression of who you are. Mm. So therefore that desire is meant to be yours. So they're the first two things. What do you want? What is your desire? And understanding your marvellous mind and the truth of who you are. Now, Dr. Karen, as you probably would know, it's, it's challenging to change the subconscious. So I work with people on a number, number of different ways, mainly in group programs, um, helping them understand themselves and helping them change these paradigms we change them through repetition and through emotion through feeling so i use a number of, of techniques teaching coaching um even some meditations to help people go be deep in the cellular level so that they can move past their old programming and into the goal that they really want changing your self-image of who you think you are is an absolute critical process to this So, how, so um, when you're working with people in the groups and they're learning about these, you know, how the mind works and how we manifest, if you will, into three-dimensional reality or, or solidity, our subconscious, those, those habits, those tape recorders, as some people have said over and over again. So what you're saying is that acknowledgement of, oh, this is how it works is, is very empowering. Otherwise, otherwise, it's like, oh, well, I just have bad luck, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Very empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because most people will also have hiccups on the journey with me, you know. So I work with people from three to 12 months, um, you know, and and the reason why is you need to keep repeating the new pattern. Mm. And often I see around the some people you know go back to their old ways or they'll kind of not show up to a group session so I'm like mm, that's interesting mm -hmm. and then paradigm has kicked in the old way has kicked in and once they break through that um it's incredible what happens it's just beautiful to watch absolutely beautiful to watch yes I, I love that as well there's different uh there's different formats and opportunities for people to to break through their patterning and a lot of times they don't even know that's a pattern they don't even know that it's you know that subconscious mind that they think well consciously i'd like to be prosperous like so why yeah. isn't it working right because there's that that tiny little bit of that conscious yeah. mind going well this is what i desire but the subconscious is like no you don't <laughs> not really because you don't think you know you don't think you're good enough and you're going to get in trouble and somebody's not going to like you and then you can't stand when someone doesn't like you and you know and and the, and the you know it goes on absolutely absolutely spot on spot on wow, and also, wow yeah if i may just add to that and this is where you know people get the law of attraction wrong mm. you know 
Um, and you, you know, knowing Bob's work, Dr. Karen, you may have heard him say the law of attraction is actually the secondary law. We've got it wrong. We're, there's a missing primary law is the law of vibration. And your subconscious is your is a vibration. It's your feeling, your feeling mind. So what is feeling? What is emotion? It is a vibration. So therefore, if you don't start changing your subconscious programming, it will be difficult to manifest. You'll be able to manifest the green lights and the card spots as you do, <laughs> you know, um, but why can't you manifest the big things? It's because it's the subconscious that needs some changing. Mm. Okay. Yes, and, and uh, just, okay, so number one, we know that uh, understanding how the mind works is very empowering because then we know, oh, wow, most of me or the action that I am is uh, taking is from that subconscious programming that we've all had as humans growing up, whether it be from parents, well-meaning, you know, teachers, society, governments, whatever, and then overcoming that really is creating these brand new patterns and habits, and for most people, like, this isn't overnight, right? Like, I mean, if I, if I want to do an axle jump in figure skating and after 20 years, I'm still working on that. Uh, you know, I started as an adult. So, so it, it takes a lot of focus and concentration and practice, but not just practice, perfect practice. So, so, you know, getting the mind involved in it in a positive way. And like you said, repetition, uh, because that's the one thing I was missing in those 20 years is I was not consistent in my repetition yes. of that particular skill, I had misunderstandings and if I had repeated it, it would have been repeating it wrong. But anyway, the point is, is that I, I did not rep it out and I'm, I'm clear on yes. that. So tell us a little bit more about that repetition because some people are like, what do you mean I got to do this affirmation or what do I mean I got to do this over and over again? Absolutely, sure. And I love, Dr. Karen, that you've touched on that because so many people repeat an affirmation over and over and over again and, and, and might see, you know, some results, um, but, you know, sometimes not the results that they would love. So for me personally, what I have found working with my clients is sometimes it's not enough just to repeat an affirmation. It involves different parts of you, your imagination and imagining what you want clearly like you are here, like it is here now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Motion. So ask yourself, how would I feel if I had that thing? So you've got your ima imagination. So you are imagining from your body like you are the success that, that, that you want to be already. How do I feel now that I have the success? And who am I? You must be the person first. So who am I? Who do I talk? Who? Do, how do? Sorry, how do I talk? How do I walk? How do I feel about myself? How do I see myself as this person? I would write the affirmations and read them out if you choose to do affirmations. Um, as I was sitting here this morning, I wrote out, you know, a whole page of my goal over and over again and the reason I write is because as you are writing the hand movement you are using different parts of your brain mm. you start to imagine
being that person. So you're writing in present tense. So you're using yes. your imagination and that connects to your feeling. Okay. So it's not just in the reading of affirmation. If you're reading it without all those components, it will be it, it will become your truth. Really, it might take a long time. When mm. you imagine, when you are the person right now, right now, that you want to be, okay, what you're doing is you are aligning with the frequency of what it is that you want. So if everything is 99% energy, we are living in an in 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 an ocean of motion, as Bob would say. It's all frequency. It's all vibration. And what Einstein found was everything is frequency. So if you match two frequencies together, it must become the reality. Okay. It does not become your reality if you say, I want to be a millionaire, but you are focused on lack. Okay. Or I want to be a successful energy healer. One of the examples that you mentioned, but I'm focusing on the failure and how hard it is. If you want to be a successful anything, if you have a desire, be the desire first. Be the person. Develop a paradigm, a subconscious program of being that person and acting and feeling and imagining, seeing what you would see in front of you. Mm. Your vibration will eventually align. Right. And I'm going to put this in little practical terms, if I may, in terms of my own personal experience. So um, having the, the desire to grow my impact in the business, so I impact more and more people uh, in a beautiful way, uh, it came to me that at, at some point I really needed to take personal responsibility for the money piece. Because a lot of us healer-sensitive soul types could care less about that part, right? But then there's bills to pay, there's staff to pay, there's, you know, apps to you, you know, platforms to pay, all this kind of stuff. And so, so part of that was like, okay, if I want, if I desire to be at this level, playing at this level, affecting this many people, then I'm going to need this support system, which includes this many staff. Okay. Absolutely. Because I can't do everything myself because it's not necessarily my forte. And because I was so... I can't say anti-number, but just kind of like couldn't care less. You know what I mean? I just was like, yeah, whatever. You know, then it, it became important that I actually pay attention to that. Now, the cool thing is, is I realized that I could have a coach for that that would help me, support me, and maybe do the the micro stuff like, you know, and have a staff member who's good at that, you know, personality-wise, good at that kind of stuff. Love spreadsheets, right? Like I used to, we used to have a joke <laughs> in, in, in the Academy of Light Medicine, like Dr. Karen and spreadsheets were like, you know, now I, I love because I get it. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> right, right. Well, I have team members who love spreadsheets. Wow. And yeah, and 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 oh, so and spreadsheet lovers. <laughs> right, right. I mean, bless them. Right, bless these spreadsheet lovers. And then, but I had to find the the. It, I can't go to myself and so well force myself to love spreadsheets because that wasn't working right? Force myself to be responsible. Therefore, you need to lose spreadsheets. But the coach was like, okay, well, guess what? In order for you to make this impact, uh, this is the question that needs to be answered. 
And so in answering that question, we can organize our stats and whatever around this thing so we know what's happening, what's really happening in the business, what's really going on. And I'm like, but I, I just... I just really want to help people as much as possible, give away as much free as, as possible, and then treat my team members really well as possible and give them a raise every year, right? And they said, okay, in order for you to do that, I need to know these numbers. And then I was like, oh, then I was motivated, action, right? Uh, was then motivated to do it. And of course, uh, we, this is another running joke. Now the spreadsheets are all sorts of brand colors. <laughs> so I'll actually look at them. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. And as you were saying that, I was thinking we need color. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said it. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, and, and this embodying piece, I, that's my word for it. You know, the, the, like, you know, we talked about that, that tiny little percent that's physical, right? Including our senses, but we can actually use those, that, the, those parts of our physicality as a tool to then create the on the on the quantum if you will that desired new reality and so when you're talking about feeling it in the body that's one of you know my big things because i'm very in the past very much in my head uh very creative very much in my head not in the body and what i found is what you're talking about is if you can actually feel it be it sense it and use those beautiful 3d sense you know, uh, senses, the, the hearing, the smelling, the tasting, the feeling, the, you know, um, uh, all that kind of stuff, then that, you know, really creates that, uh, that template, that blueprint of already having had that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So, and I love that example and I can relate to it so much, you know, when it comes to CRMs and you asked me a question about my website this morning, I'm like, well, you know, I don't know, I have to ask my marketing person and my team person, right? So I understand, I absolutely understand and I think, you know, a lot of your listeners would too. And, um, and I love your example, Dr. Karen. And what I love about what you shared is it seems like you went to the end. So this is the impact that I am making, that I want to make, and I can feel it and I can see it. And this is what, what really um, I'm passionate about and what excites me and my desire is deep. However, I really don't want to do this, <laughs> you know. But when you marry the two together, you know, the, the spreadsheets, which, which we all need to have so we can um, assess if we are moving in the right direction or not, um, with the desire, then, then um, you know, they, they, they work well. And I love that you can do it your way with colour. If I may mention, um, and you also said that, you know, people that are, um, you know, uh, feeling people and artistic and creative and the healers, they often um, say, oh, well, I'll just do it and I don't care about the money. And, again, I think that that is our programming. Yeah, um, absolutely. Be really careful about that. It's really interesting. Um, I've had clients from all over the world and, um, you know, thousands of clients literally and I've worked with people that have no money and people that have had global businesses and the number one thing that comes to me is money it is incredible 
how many paradigms we all have around money. Mm. And that is one of my missions, to change how people see money. Now, if you, if everything is energy and everything is consciousness, it is the same energy that has created us in the solar system and everything, then money is also that energy. Right? Money right. is 99 percent energy it's a concept that we created it's just energy and if this spirit if this consciousness if this um intelligence is in everything then money is actually spiritual right mm-hmm. i know that's gonna um probably some listeners will be like what are you talking about you know <laughs> money it's greed and it's evil well, no, that's just a paradigm that we have created because of past experience and we blamed it on money. Yeah, It's actually a spiritual experience. Now, I'd love to ask you, you know, or everyone that's listening this question, what is your worth? What is your worth? And many people will go to their bank account. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's just numbers. That doesn't mm-hmm. say anything about your work. Your worth, excuse me. What um, we are discovering, just your physical body, just your physical body, Dr. Karen, has got enough electricity to light up industrialised cities. That's less than 1% of who you truly are. <laughs> That's a good Talk way to put it, yeah. Your, your invisible worth, the infinite part, it is absolutely priceless. We cannot buy you. Would you sell your arm for a billion dollars? Most people would say no, right? That shows that your arm is priceless. So therefore, you are worth whatever you desire, whatever you align yourself with. It does not mean that you are greedy. It does mm-hmm. not mean that you will become evil. Money just makes you more of who you are. And if you are priceless, absolutely no amount of money can buy you. I like that. Absolutely no amount of money is at any level worthy of, of you know, can't even come close to your worth. So when you align with that and you understand what money really is, it start you start to let it you start to let it come in. And we know that money circulates, energy circulates, so money circulates. So the energy that you are giving your service out with is the energy that you also receive. And receiving money is a part of providing an incredible service. And it, it's like that movement. There was a, a book I res- recently read, uh, the new revised version called Sacred Economy or Sacred Economics by Charles Eisenstein. And he and in there he he argues for, you know, wealth not being the accumulation of money, but the circulation of energy. Yes. Yes. And that made so I, much sense to me because I'm naturally generous to a, to a fault in the past because I would just give everything away and then not have enough for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the circulation made a lot of sense to me because I, in some way, shape or form, I was taught that somehow I was a pro like that was a problem. Like I shouldn't be like that. I should have savings and I should do this and that. And, and in fact, uh, 
you know, I, I think I spent all of my uh, life savings. I divested all my mutual funds, everything like that, because I didn't really resonate with any of those things or companies. I just wasn't into it. I wasn't interested in it. I didn't research it. I could care less, like I said. So I thought, but I could write a book and share my wisdom. And so I, you know, invested all of that money in the book. And at first, you know, some of the the, the teachers, some of whom you may know, go, oh, my God, she spent 21000 There's so many better things that she could have done with 21000 you know. But then I realized I invested in me. And then that's kind of come around. But at the at the beginning, I thought, am I nuts? Like, what am I doing here? You know, but it's that that energetic. And it did push me to write my first book, which then become an international bestseller, number one. You know what I mean? So, and then, then it just kind of continued. So it wasn't the end of the – thank goodness I had some good coaching. Basically, I'm like, okay, so since you spent 21000 on this, let's make sure that you know what to do next. Absolutely. I love that. I love everything that you've shared there, Dr. Karen. It's so good. You know, generosity is our natural state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, and I understand because I've come up, come in a culture where you do save, you know, well, humble migrant family, they're incredible. You know, they've done incredible. Um, but it's you save. And, and but my parents were very generous to their budget. You know, they give more than most people, but it wouldn't be to the extreme that, you know, the mortgage wasn't paid for or food or whatever. Um, so they've always been generous. Um, but yeah, my level of generosity is probably like what, you know, in your example. And, you know, when you give, not to get. Right. When you give from the heart in the energy of giving, you know that it must come back to you tenfold. Not necessarily from the person. That's not the reason you give. You give right. because you love and you want to give. And, it, and you feel good making another person feel good or whatever it is, you know. And when you give from a place of abundance, abundance will come back. I absolutely love that quote, from abundance she gave and abundance remained. Mm. When you give from a place there is plenty, thank you, thank you, thank you, I have. And I can give, even if it's $1 left. You've got this $1, thank you, I'm going to give it. I choose to give it to whatever it is, to buy my coffee, to to give it to a person that, that needs it. Whatever it is that you want to do, it must circulate. If you, if you don't have the mentality of spending, if you say, I'm spending my $1, spending does not come back. I'm giving from a place of abundance because there's enough even more will come back. I have this thing when people um, sign up to one of my programs and they talk to me um, and I've, you know, passed it on to my team too, I say to them, when you put the money across, do it with intention, do it from a place of abundance and feeling that it's coming back to you tenfold or a hundredfold. Feel the tenfold, feel the one hundredfold. And it works because they start to learn that they're not giving their money away. They are investing in themselves and it is circulating. Mm, that's beautiful. And, and, you know, there's many people who are 
uh, in our tribe, in our community, highly sensitive souls who are generous, who love to give. And to the point like I previously did was to, to the point where I gave so much that I sacrificed myself that became unhappy and then unhealthy and blah, blah, blah. So that there's this, this balance. But the thing was is that even though the giving was natural, there are those of us who then read uh, books and, and things and the message coming across is be generous you know, be generous, be generous, be generous. And it's almost like when we hear those messages, we feel guilty that we need yeah. to give more. And and then I, I I am now saying, I read Anita Morjani's book, uh, um, Sensitivity is the New Strong, where she really addresses this in one of her chapters <laughs> for sensitive people. And she's like, these are not messages for you. They're not for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, Dr. Karen, one, as you were saying that, I was thinking of Bob Proctor, you know, one of the lessons that, one of the more difficult lessons for me, and I didn't understand it, that he would say is, you know, if you think you're generous, you can't be generous if you don't receive. Oh, thank you for saying that. That is so good. Yeah. Because giving and receiving are one and the same thing. So you can't have one without the other. Wow. Can you say that one more time? That was so profound. I'm going to make a meme. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you cannot be generous if you do not receive. So you're lying to yourself. You know, if you're not receiving, you don't have to receive from the person that you're giving, but you have to be teach yourself to, to open up to receiving um, because Giving and receiving are one and the same thing, okay? Yeah, yeah, and the Sacred Economics book talks about that as well, which really resonated with me, like two sides of the same coin. You can't Absolutely. peel off one side and go, well, this is good and this isn't. Exactly, exactly. It's a universal law, right? So mm -hmm. and receiving are, are the opposites of the same thing. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Uh, so, Susanna, tell us about um, your course with Brian. We, I know uh, some people have been waiting for us to <laughs> share about that. And uh, you're obviously still doing live group coaching. That's very, very exciting. So tell us, you know, what have you co-created? Uh, what, you know, people are resonating with your message. How can they get help from you? Sure. So Brian Proctor, Brian is Bob Proctor's eldest son. And anybody, one of the, I just want to say, one of the most common questions I was asked by friends, uh, you know, when I was, you know, was working with Bob and, and after he died, was Bob the real deal? And I would say, you have to meet his son, Brian, and you will know that he is the real deal. Brian is one of the most beautiful kindest most generous stable people that I have ever met in my life he is like a brother to me and um, we it just happened um, we had a conversation we did a, a webinar together and that um, ended up being a co-coaching program which we were just trialing called success magnet so Success Magnet is a 12-week program where you get coaching from both Brian Proctor and, and myself. Um, we co-coach. Brian comes in almost every second week um, or a couple of times a month to coach people one-on-one -on -one in what we call the hot seat. 
we go through the universal laws, the success laws, some of which we've covered today, and we help people break through their, their barriers into greater success. So they have their big, big goal and dream, their C-type goal that we call, and they have a goal that is the stepping stone, the big goal that they would like to achieve within those three months that will take them to the big goal. Mm, that's so great. So we're taking people. It has been, it has been the most incredible program I have been involved in. We've the first. We're just moving through the first round now, and that's sold within twenty four hours, within forty eight hours. Excuse me, two days, um, and and now we're taking people for the second round. It's just been extraordinary. Okay, and this is something that you plan to continue um, on a regular basis, uh, live group coaching. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. great. So um, walk us through your your website, which is your two minds.com. So the number two, so your and then the number two minds, plural.com. Um, and uh, right now, as of this, you know, recording this podcast, this newer coaching program isn't up, but it will be eventually. So what other things can people, um, you know, uh, get from you on the website or some things? Sure. On the website, you can get my the first chapter of my book for free. Um, if you are interested in Success Magnet with Brian Proctor and I, if it's not in the program section, um, please contact us, admin at your2minds with the number 2.com is on the contact link in, in on our website. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's great. And, of course, you are on uh, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and Instagram. We can post those links underneath the show notes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I any last words you want to share, Susanna, the, the amazing work that you're doing for our audience? I just want to thank you, Dr. Karen. Like I said, I absolutely love the work that you do and the change that you're making in the world. So it's been my absolute honour to be here with you, with your listeners. Um, if people do want to join my Facebook group, The Millionaire Roundtable, The Millionaire Roundtable, I have a lot of free resources in there. There are webinars with Brian and I, interviews with Brian and I and many other people. Um, but I would just love to wrap up and just saying how grateful I am and how honoured I am to have been on your show. Thank you, Dr. Karen, for the incredible work that you are doing. Um, my pleasure, my pleasure. So great to, to meet you and connect with you and uh, see the beautiful message that you are sharing. And I think our light medicine community is very grateful as well, if I can speak on behalf of our beautiful, sensitive souls, healer types, light workers, um, because they, they really need to hear the message and in many different ways. So I appreciate you, appreciate Brian. So your2minds.com is where you can find uh, the lovely Susanna and uh, you know consider checking in and seeing other things that uh, that's gonna be happening in the future. And we'll put in the show notes some of the other links for you, uh, our community. So thank you very much, Susanna. Thank you for our beautiful community for uh, sharing and being here with us today. Big love to you all. Thank you. Thank you.